0: Blog Talk Radio
1: The Book of First Corinthians. Fifteen chapter, starting at the first verse. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved. If ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received how that the Messiah died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen of Cephas then the twelve after that was seen above five hundred brethren at once of whom the greater part remain unto this present for some are fallen asleep after that he was seen of James than of all the apostles, and last of all he was seen of me also, as one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, that I am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of the Most High. But by the grace of the Most High I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of the Most High which was in me. Therefore whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believe. Now if the Messiah be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then the Messiah is not risen. And if the Messiah be not risen, then is our preaching in vain, and your faith is also in vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of the Most High, because we have testified of the Most High, that He raised up the Messiah, whom He raised not up. If so, be the dead, rise not. If the dead rise not, then is not Messiah raised. And if the Messiah be not raised, your faith is in vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which have fallen asleep in the Messiah are perished. If in this life only we have hope in the Messiah, we are of all men most miserable. But now is the Messiah risen from the dead and become first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, By man came also the resurrection of the dead, for as in Adam all died, even so in Messiah shall all be made alive, but every man in his own order, the Messiah the first fruits, afterward they that are the Messiah at his coming. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to the Most High, even the Father, When he shall put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign, till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. We read that again. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For he hath put all things under his feet, but when he saith all things are under him, it is manifest that he is accepted which did put all things under his feet. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that the Most High may be all in all. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead if the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptized for the dead? And why stand we in jeopardy every hour I protest by your rejoicing, which I have in the Messiah, Yahshua, our king. I die daily. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts and ephesus, what advantages it me if the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness, and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of the Most High. I speak this to your shame. But some men will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened, except it die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not the body that shall be but bare grain it may chance of wheat or of some other grain but the most high giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed his own body all flesh is not the same flesh but there is one kind of flesh of men the other flesh of beasts the other flesh of fishes and another of birds there are also celestial bodies embodies terrestrial but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another there is one glory of the sun and another glory of the moon and another glory of stars for one star differeth from another star in glory so also is the resurrection of the dead it is sown in corruption it is raised in incorruption let me read that again So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised up in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised up in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural, and afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is the earth, the earthly. The second man is the most high from heaven. As is the earthly, such are they also that are earthly, and as is heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly, and as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly, now this I say brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of the most high, neither does corruption inherit incorruption, behold I show you a mystery, we shall not be sleep and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory, O death, where is thy sting, O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to the Most High, which giveth us victory, through our Messiah, Yahshua, the Anointed. Therefore, my brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Most High, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Father. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. This is your brother D.L., Elder Youngman. For those that follow online, in the name of tonight's message is incorruptible incorruptible so brothers and sisters the last few messages we've been talking about entropy and we've been getting really deep into um, what's wrong with the world Uh, what's wrong with your kids Uh, what's wrong with that Negro fighting in a Popeye's what's wrong with those people rolling their eyes at you uh, when you just go to make a transaction what's wrong with the air What's wrong with the dirt? What's wrong with the water? Why does your house rust? Why do you have to reboot your computer? You know, why do you have to upkeep things here in this earth? And that's because our Father has put this earth under a curse. And that curse we have broken out over these last two messages in a class is the curse of entropy. The curse of corruption. And it's not just an instant corruption. It is a progressive, a slow rolling corruption that increases. And this last message that I did, um, it was broke out in the scripture reading. And I hope that I explained it really well. That it was this was all a part of his plan. Uh, one of the things that was broken out in the last reading was that um, Esau was the end of the first age. And if you understand uh, what what the angel was saying to, to our brother Ezra, um, Esau, if you study him out, was a very fleshy man. He was a very earthly man. He, he was described by the men as a designing and deceitful young man from his young age. He was the... De- as being born complete from the from the womb, which meant that he was not a teachable person. He knew everything. He was earthy and he was fleshy. So, what was described in the book with Jacob holding on to his heel? Jacob, we understood, was chosen by his grandfather Abraham. Uh, To receive of the teachings. He was brought into his house. And he was raised. In the teaching of the most high. So he represented. um, A spiritual being. So. The allegory that was used. Was that the end of this age. Would be the end. Of fleshy. Earthy. Corrupt. um, Corruptible. Things. So we talked about the plan last time. So what would our Father's plan be in putting us um, into a world where He knew that Satan, our enemy, would use everything here. He would use he would use a woman's behind. He would use the cut of her eyes. He would use the shape of her breast, The sharpness of the, the 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 sweetness of her voice. ...to pull us into... um, ...rebellion against the Most High... ...he would design a system... ...where idolatry ruled... ...where it would be very easy... ...for any of us... um, ...to put our careers... ...in front of the Most High... ...put the earning of this worthless paper... ...before the Most High... ...and we understand... ...that our Father's love... is, ...is a greater love... ...than we can understand... ...so how can a part of the plan... B, to tempt us, to put us into these bodies that have all of these desires and, and, and lusts and, and hungers and, you know, they, they're subject to pain and, and uh, hot and cold and all this sort of thing. And everything around us is corruptible. We have to figure out a way to feed ourselves. Uh, we have to clothe ourselves. We have to do all of these things, Right? So when it's said that this is all a part of the plan, what we have to realize is a point that I've made before, is that this corrupt reality, this corruptible, degrading, dying reality, is a proving ground, okay? Esau himself, the earthly, those that would... um, Those that would come into your space that are earthly people that would draw you out of the will of the Most High. He himself is the test. And what's the test? We are called by our Messiah. He said, be ye perfect. He said, be ye perfect. And does that mean uh, walk with a little halo over your head? No, no. He said, be ye complete. Be keepers of the commandments. Walk through this entire corruptible world and be incorruptible. You see, uh, Adam came down here in an incorruptible body. Nothing here could touch him. Nothing here, everything here was subject to him. But he allowed himself to be corrupted. And then he fell into this corruptible um, existence. He fell into this, this body. And again, if you read the, uh, the first and second books of Adam and Eve, it's the saddest thing you would ever want to read because he, he felt the weight of, of coming from this perfect uh, incorruptible body and falling into a corruptible state where Satan could touch him, where Satan could, uh, could actually kill him. Okay, but our Messiah, our Messiah was born into a corruptible body, but his mind, his soul, his thoughts were incorruptible. So when he says to us, Be ye perfect, when the Most High said to Peter, Be like him, listen to him, when it said, even in your churches, that we are to be Messiah-like. The Messiah did not sin. He did not break the commandments. Now, we don't have it within us not to break the commandments, but we do have it in us to repent. And see, repentance it is a bigger matter than saying you're sorry and dropping a couple of tears, doing a couple of cart- cartwheels and running up and down uh, the church pews and all that sort of stuff. Repentance... Is learning. It's a learning sort of a thing where you, under, you come to the realization that what you've done has been offensive to the Most High. And then you stop doing that. You stop hanging around the people that do that. You stop hanging around the people that say it's okay for you to do that. Okay? Repentance is a change. Moshe said it. Choose ye this day. I hold before you blessings and curses. Life and death. Choose life. And that means don't backslide into, into don't backslide into death. But stay in life. It's not like what the church says. The church has lied to you that you can just stay in sin and then there's uh some blonde haired, blue eyed deity that's gonna forgive you even if you put the sin above him in the most high. That's not that, that's not reality. Be ye perfect. So when Paul is talking about uh putting on incorruption, in being incorruptible here in the earth, he's not talking about your flesh. Your flesh is corruptible. It's made of this earth. It ain't nothing but dirt and water. It's made of this earth. So if you wait and for one day, your flesh to stop lusting, uh, to stop wanting to binge, uh, eat, and, and look at things that you, you know you ought not be looking at. You're going to be waiting until the day you die, and then your time is going to be gone. Be ye perfect. What he's saying is that you have to put this flesh into subjection under your spirit. Because you know the difference between right and wrong. It's in us. We know the difference between right and wrong. So the spirit, like, like it's described in the scripture, he must reign. The spirit must reign in you. And see, nobody's telling you that this is going to be easy. Nobody's telling you that, uh, you know, you're not going to get challenged. Brothers and sisters, I live in the middle of nowhere, okay? I don't shave. I I I don't I don't iron my clothes. But when I go in to pick up a sandwich, I go in town and pick up a sandwich, it's hey sugar, hey darling. I mean come on man, I got a big old bald spot in the middle of my head. Uh I I'm better than three hundred pounds, uh I got a neck beard. What is it? They don't even know. They couldn't even tell you why. Because if you of the world You're under the control of Satan. And the only way, the only way to beat this entropy, to beat this corruption, to beat this death, is to be incorruptible in your mind. As Paul broke out, and he's done it, he he made so many examples of it. Putting on the full armor of the Most High, that's putting on incorruption. That's guarding your spirit and making sure that your flesh doesn't raise up against you and try to beat you back into uh, the booty call and beat you back into uh, stealing and, and doing the things that you know are outside of the commandments. Brothers and sisters are getting late in the day. And entropy rules. I, I'm telling you right now, I rent, I rent a car. This little girl couldn't have been no more than 21 years old. I got daughters her age. So why is, why is she trying to make herself available to me for, uh, for a credit card or a shopping spree, brothers and sisters? Look, I'm not a pretty man. But you got to understand something. I'm running for the most high. So there's something that uh, goes in corruption. It's just like it's just like what you've learned all your life. Um when you watched a vampire movie. They feed on life. That's what's represented in the blood. So when they bite that person and they suck the person's life out, brothers and sisters, you have to guard your spirit in the same way. There are people out there, corrupt people. People that smile at you every day and you, you, you want to say that they're nice or this, that and the other. But they will do corrupt things with you, and brothers and sisters, uh, it, it's time out for this for this dumb stuff. This stuff that you know is not the truth. You know, uh, you you can't be laying laying up with with, with these women and and thinking that there is not a spiritual cost to it. You can't. You can't. So, brothers and sisters, the word incorruptible. It's that. It's the opposite of what we've known entropy to be. We are here to walk through this corrupt, dying world and not be called into the entropy that's presented to us. We're called to know what's in this book. And we're called to submit to this book. Brothers and sisters, the key to to, to being saved is not... Uh, sitting in your chair and trying to figure out um, how you're going to keep from sinning uh, 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 for a year or even a week. It was broken out. It was shown to us as just like manna. Why do you think the the Father's Prayer is for daily bread? It's for daily bread. So when you wake up in the morning and when you pray... The goal is, Father, bring me back here to this bed without falling in your way, without falling out of your way, Father. Daily bread is just like manna. It's just like time. You can't take it with you. And you can't get more of it. So with what you're given, you give that back to the Father. And you ask Him, Father, guide my hand. Guide my feet. Father, make me incorruptible. Seal me, Father. Seal me. So that I might walk through this earth. So that I might walk through this proving ground and be pleasing before you, Father. Father, when I start this day, I give it to you. When I walk out this door, Father, that's yours too. Father, I want to be able to walk through this day and come back. To, to this home and sit down and bow my head in prayer again to you, Father, and you smile about what you've seen this day. Of course, we had to make plans, Father, but not so much that we forsake the preciousness of the lesson of your daily manner. Father, keep me for this day. And if it be your will, allow me to wake up tomorrow and keep me for that day so that I might be fit to do your will. Brothers and sisters, incorruption is our goal. Incorruption is the reason that we're here. Incorruption is all that we have to offer our Father that shows Him that uh, that we that we even uh, can 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 ask or even can be considered to go into the age that's coming, the age of immortality, brothers and sisters. That's what we're that's that's what we're walking towards. That's what this run that's what this race is being run for. That's why out of five hundred million uh, potential sperm cells yours was the one that made it to the egg and you were the one that got here and had this opportunity to walk incorruptibly before your father behind our Messiah so brothers and sisters it looks like my time is up but incorruptible be ye perfect brothers and sisters Don't listen to what the pastor's is telling you. Don't listen to what these niggas in the church are telling you. If you can't do. You can't be perfect. Who you think you is, Jesus? Who you think you is? It said, "Be like him." And he said to us, "Be ye perfect." So, brothers and sisters, that's what I, that that's my goal every day. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm perfect. But I'm going to tell you that I'm walking uh, towards and what I want more than anything is to be incorruptible. So that this world does not break me. So that these Gentiles don't break me. So that these, uh, these vampire women don't break me. Incorruptible. That's tonight's nice message. Your brother D.L. is out. I love you all. Shalom.
0: The Bible says my king is a seven-way king. He's a king of the Jews. That's a racial king. He's a king of Israel. That's a national king. He's a king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings, and he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. Uh, David said, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. My king uh, is, a, is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his shoreless supply. No barrier can hinder him from pouring out his blessings. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He stands in the solitude of incest. He's obvious and he's unique. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He is the supreme problem in high criticism. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He is the core necessity for spiritual religion. He's the miracle of the age. He's, he, yes, he is. He is the superlative of everything good that you choose to call him. He's the only one qualified to be an all sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak, he's available For the tempted and the pride, he sympathizes and he saves, he threatens and sustains, he guards and he guides, he heals the sick, he cleans the lepers, he forgives sinners, he discharges debtors, he delivers the captive, he defends the feeble, he blesses the young, he serves the unfortunate. He regards the age, He rewards the diligence, and He beautifies the meek. I wonder if you know Him. My King, He is the key. He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway way of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his office is manifold. His promise is sure. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. I wish I could describe him for yes, but he's in indes- yeah. 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 He's indescribable. He He's indescribable. Yes, yeah. he's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. Well, you can't get him out of your mind. You can't, you can't get him off of your hand. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Silence couldn't find any fault in him. The witnesses couldn't get their testimonies to agree. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Yeah! That's my King, that's my King, and thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever, and ever, and ever, and ever.